Well, dear, welcome to season six. I like being Woo! I like being dominated. Right? You... I just want to put that out there. I like being that's right dominated. Well, have I got an episode for you then? Dear. Oh shit! It's, it's the episode we just watched called "The Dominators," oh, a very shit! sexually charged Ooh. episode. Yes, very. There was some so, seed. There were some nipples and some penises and shape shape ships. I might I, I, yeah. I should say they were shape ships, but they flew shape through the ships. air uh, very quickly and very aggressively. So dear. Hmm? Tell me what happens um, well, in the Dominators. Some people get dominated. That's what happens. Oh, oh. And it's, it's so delectable. It's so good. <laughs> God damn it. Don't make me laugh. I break character when you make me laugh. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> okay, they're the dominators. They're going to dominate. Uh, we see some spaceships flying through the sky in formation going boop, boop. And then we see they're landed on a mountain. And the door opens up and it's a confetti man that looks like an almond. And he's followed by another. And they need fuel. And it's a, co- it's a commander and a prohibitioner. Probationer? Probationer. Um, they, they take... The native living creatures as slaves, and they want the quirks to look at the drilling sites and figure stuff out. And we see a penis moving through the fog, and there's ooh. Ooh, a man in a dress inside of it. There's actually three men in dresses. They're, well, they're not really dresses. They're more curtains. I, I, I conceded later that they looked more just like they wore some curtains, honestly. There, there's... Yeah, it's me who was telling her that they actually look a lot worse than they actually are. Yeah, because I was kind of... The fabric was just so thick. Yes. I sort of was in the interest that they were, like, prom dresses, because they were, like, basically if you bunched up a bunch of curtains, wrapped it around you, and put a belt on, like, it'd be a prom dress, right? But they were just so thick that they were just curtains. That's all they were. Um... There's three men, one woman, and they're all headed to the island of death, apparently. It's very radiated. And there's a survey group there to look at it and tell people that radiation is bad. But they're here without permits, so they're illegally here. And they can't get too close, but then they get too close and they crash. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. Whoops. Um, whoopsie. Uh, but the radiation is registering zero for some reason? That's weird. Um, oh, so they don't think that they're actually there and they all go outside and they look around and the almonds are still hanging out uh, and they see a bunch of dress people run towards them and they're like, mm, that's weird. Um, and one orders the quirks to kill them all and they're like, all right, and he kills them all. And then the one pilot dude, who I just called pilot for like the rest of the episode, um, walks around going, oh no, all my friends are dead. And then the TARDIS swoops in behind him and he doesn't notice. And... The Doctor, Jamie, and Zoe, ooh, new companion. Ooh, um, new companion. Yeah. I'll walk out and they're like, all right, time for a holiday. For like the millionth episode, they're like, woohoo, holiday. <laughs> they're never going to have a holiday. Um, Listen, they do sometimes. They're on another planet named Dalkus, and the doctor hands Zoe a net, and he's like, everyone on this planet's nice and peaceful. Here's a beach ball, Jamie. Let's rest. And 
Uh, Dress Guy is headed back to his ship, but the corpse decide to go over and blow it up instead. And then Jamie's like, I heard something. And they're like, hmm, that's weird. And they see a building that's pretty blown up. But Zoe, who is a smart egg, ooh, goes, look, there's actually, like, debris and stuff from years and years ago. This was forever ago. It's probably Atomic Blast. And they're like, all right, cool. Um, so they go inside the building. It's more interior part. And it's a museum? They were peaceful, but they have a war museum? Um, and Zoe goes, look at, and points at some bodies in the corner, but actually they're just dummies. But I think actually they were real people <laughs> just dressed up and extras. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure I saw oh. them breathing. Um, and Zoe's like, you, you made sure to check the radiation, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they turn to head back and turn around seeing people in radiation suits at the door. And that's weird. But it's more uh, curtain dress people, and the leader is worried about their radiation, so they're in the decontamination. And they're like, all the meters oh, okay. are broken, obviously. There's radiation here. I know there is. That's is. It's been here for 172 years. And they finally let them out, and they're like, uh, why are you here? And why? when did you get permission to land here? The doctor's like, I'm not sure why there's war stuff. Wars have been abolished. And he's like, yeah... And the crew is part of a university expedition to research. They don't explain what yet. Oh. Um, oh. The Seventh Council made researching nuclear energy and suggested a device here. So it's no longer researched. So. Oh, okay. They're, well, res they're, they're a research crew that isn't researching. Who needs to research? Mm -hmm. Basically, they keep the island as a reminder to never be bad and do war. So. Oh, well, war is bad. Mm, yes. Um, Never anyway. forget. So the almonds are all arguing about why the ship was destroyed. And he's like, all right, well, the drilling sites are ready to go, so let's go do that. And ship flyer guy is checking out the TARDIS, and, and there's, like, this weird X by it, and it's a drilling site, apparently. And a man in a radiation Ooh. suit sees another big X in that original museum building and goes, hey... A flight dude. Hey, I know you. And they're like, we got to go. So they leave. And then the almonds walk in to look around and they see the museum. And they're like, hmm, if they have weapons, we need to worry about these people. And he's like, but everything Ooh. is primitive and old. So maybe not. And the doctor and everyone is having a drink together and talking. And the university is talked to accept facts that they have been given. And they're like, you're here and that's what matters. So I believe that you're here. And... The ship driver heads back and says, hey, we should leave. And survey leader is like, mm, I think the doctor is the people that you brought and everybody's lying. And they hear that the TARDIS might be destroyed. And Jamie, the doctor, go, oh, no, and leave. And then they're trying to call ship guy's father to talk to him and shit. And it's some weird interference caused by robots. And Jamie, the doctor, find the TARDIS is okay, though. Uh, but they do oh, see that's a good. mark on the ground and some tracks Ooh. walking away from it. So that's weird. So they find the almond ship and just kind of look at it. And then the, the packet of almonds. Yeah, the the emerald ship. The emerald ship. <laughs> I'm glad you understood that. Um, and they just kind of look at it some, and Jamie's like, "No, I want to leave." And the doctor's like, no, I want to go on it. And Jamie's like, no, please. And then they go on it. And 
then they see some robots and an almond at the top of the hill and they're like, oh no! And then that was the episode. Yeah, what an episode. Yeah. Am I right? Yep. <laughs> so, The Dominators. It was originally a six-parter, mm-hmm. but uh, got edited down to five in the script stage by the script editor, which is why say. the final two episodes are a little bit faster paced. Mm. Um, basically, ba- basically the writers of this, Mel- Mervyn Heisman and Henry Lincoln, uh, didn't, weren't exactly happy with, um, what was going on and what was with, um, like, how the story worked and how the story was implemented and everything, because, like, changes obviously had to be made because budgets mm-hmm. and stuff, and they weren't really happy with everything, so they were like, listen, you're crediting us under a pseudonym instead, yeah, uh, because we don't want to be fucking attached to this, uh... They initially had a um, a a Yeti and uh, uh, Yeti in Scotland and Jamie departure story because in season six basically Jamie was like Fraser Hines was like ah might be leaving I don't know I don't really know because his his agent was like hey I've got all these things lined up for you now now you've been in Doctor Who there's like all these things lining up for you including the possibility of becoming a pop star which. Okay. What? <laughs> Listen, the sixties were wild. Uh, okay. <laughs> if Leonard Nimoy can become a, a music star, is he? So can Fraser Hines. Have you seen the albums of Leonard Nimoy's like? No. Singing and talking and the the fucking song about Bilbo the the Hobbit. Oh, that was him. That was Leonard Nimoy. Okay. The, the only, like, pop star TV actor I think of is David Hasselhoff. Billy really. Piper? No. Oh. Because she was a pop singer before she was Rose Tyler. Anyway, they, they took the story that they had written that was meant to be, like, if, if he decides that he does actually want to go, they basically slot that story in. They basically took it with them and were like, fuck you, we're not working on Doctor Who anymore. Fuck mm-hmm. you all. Uh, you can deal with this work, you're crediting us under this because we don't want to be attached to this piece of shit. Um, and that's how we get the Dominators. Anyway, what happens in episode two, dear? Uh, they decide to bring the Doctor and Jamie inside instead, and they look around going, whoa! And they're like, hey, we're the Dominators, we're gonna dominate you. (laughs) And stand by the wall or else we'll kill you. And then they pin Jamie to the wall. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. They I believe they stick him to the wall. Do they like Sonic Do they plan to waves? dominate him, dear? They do. Mm. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Um, apologies to any asexual listeners this time around. Um anyway. Well, not asexual, almost sex repulsed. Yes. Um uh, they're they're going to they're going to probe them and shit. <laughs> That's not me making a joke. They are literally going to probe them and test them. Uh, but Jamie where first. Are they in, where, where are they? How are they probing them, dear? Well, one puts a piece of plastic on from a previous episode and looks at Jamie for a while. And he's like, all right, info, info. 
hold this light That's over correct. him. That's and how you probe people. You yes. grab a prop from a previous episode, <laughs> put it on your head, and boom, you've got yourself a prober. Yes. Um, they're gonna I'm use... so glad you recognize that, by the way. <laughs> because I hate that stupid thing. It looks like a folder holder or something, or like a paper holder. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like you know, those mini um, uh, laptop um, tables that like, yes. you put on your desk so your laptop's higher? <laughs> yeah, yes, that's what, that's it, what looks it looks like. like. It literally just looks like a prop <laughs> something up. Oh my god, I fucking hate it. With like them. some glasses pasted on it. It's it's yeah. great. I love or it. alternatively you like rest a book in it so you don't have to hold it. Like you could eat breakfast or some shit. God. <laughs> anyway, uh, they they decide to test the doctor, but not the same way, because they're gonna be the same. <laughs> um <laughs> and no one here asks questions or anything on this planet. So they're gonna travel to the capital. Zoe and pilot dude and go talk to people there but there's only two people per capsule and there they go Whee! it's very intimate it's fully automatic Whee! and it looks like a nipple Whee! it does <laughs> everything in this episode looks like a nipple it fucking does well there's one ship that looked like a penis so um Penises, nipples, same difference. Yes. Uh, they walk into the meeting that everybody's having instantly, and they're like, hey, where's dad? And they're like, we don't believe that any other planet has life on it. And he's like, hey, okay, cool, a spaceship landed? And they're like, no. And then the director shows up, and he tells the council to, like, fuck off while he talks to his son. And he thinks that his son took Zoe to the island, of course, but he didn't get scolded, prosecuted for it because he didn't want to start a media outrage. Well, you know. I'm, no, I'm just letting. I'm just letting. Powerful. I'm just letting that one sink in a little bit. Listen, I, all I'm saying mm -hmm. is that the quarks are fake news, dear. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god, I'm so sick of hearing. I that. want you to know it was killing me to say that. I. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing that. Anyway, let's move on. Zoe mentions that she flew in on her own ship, but they don't believe her. And there's no proof the director doesn't believe anyone still because there's no proof. And while they're thinking about this, they, the doctor and Jamie are trying to figure out what the intelligence test that the they're going to be put under is. And the doctor realizes he could move after a minute and they all try to scoot away. And they stop him and go, no, do this puzzle. And they're like, okay. Uh, put these blocks in these same shape holes, but also this laser electric thing is going to shoot into your hands every few seconds to for no reason. Uh, he acts really stupid and then tells Jamie to do the same because a smart enemy is far more dangerous than a stupid one. Um... They they force them to sit on something. I don't really have a name for it. It's like the center thing with the floor being electrocuted and say, get up. And they're like, but it's electrocuted. That's weird. Oh, no. And then the, the fucking leader dude comes in and goes, this is dumb. You yeah. could have just jumped. It makes a circuit. And they're like, okay, well. They're like, you you very clearly don't know about electricity. It's like, elect e Elec, e e e I do not. I don't know what 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 is this. 
Yes. Um, back at the survey room, they don't know why there's no more radiation. That's weird. And then back at the doctor, the doctor is brought back to the museum and told to explain what one of the guns does. And they kind of bullshit around it. And then Almond tries to fucking shoot the doctor. And he's like, you're not stupid. Like, I know you're not stupid. You know what this does. And he's like, no, that's scary. And even though I almost died, that's very scary. Um, there's other clever people on this planet that tell me what to do. And they go, oh, okay, got it. Okay, bye. Don't come around yep. us anymore. <laughs> and... Then back at the council, they're trying to figure out what's going on, and Zoe is needing a clothing change, so she takes down some of the curtains, but it's more like... Mm, we'll get to that. Dr. Jamer sent back to the capital <laughs> as well when they get back, and the survey crew is worried about the robots, but Leader disagrees, so they can go check it out themselves. And Zoe comes in in lingerie. It's, it's literally lingerie. It's literally yeah. lingerie. Like, if it was just a slightly bit more opaque, then it would just be straight-up lingerie. I feel like they... It, it's, it's like, obscured enough that you can't entirely tell that it's see-through. If you're not, like, looking directly at it and, like, see that she's wearing something dark underneath there to, like, obviously cover her underneath. So it's like, hmm. I, I can kind of see it, but at the same time, yeah, it's 100% just the fucking... It's just lingerie. Mm-hmm. Not very sexy either. Yeah. It reminds me of, um... You remember in Austin Powers where the oh my God. boob robot, the boob Gatling yes. gun robots? Yes. It's, it's that exact kind of lingerie. I hate that. Right? Keep going. Okay. Uh, the the almonds are doing commands and shit, and they see the survey crew heading towards them, and there's no robots, though, so this must be fake. Let's go inside. And they go inside, and the ship is empty. That's weird. Um, but then there's suddenly a quirk in an almond, and they force the leader to ah. not move, and he's like, oh boy. Um, everyone's on the wall. Let's check them out. They have two hearts. Cool. And... Zoe and the driver are headed back while the doctor is headed off to the capital, so they probably passed each other. And the robots are at the survey center, and everything is getting headed back, of course. And the quirks are to recharge, but when Zoe gets there, there's no one? That's weird. So <gasps> the quirks are told to destroy the survey center. Oh, 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 but and Zoe does a scream, and her scream is actually not terrible. And no, it's they, not. She's very good. Yeah, and they can't seem to get out. They're, they're trapped. More screaming. And can I just mention previously, when the doctor was flying to... To... The capital. The capital. He just had, like, a snack with him. Do you want to know what the, that snack was? Was it a burger? No, I'll tell you after the you finish the episode. Well, that was the episode. Oh, okay. Well, it was a bag of jelly babies. Which... If you know anything about Doctor Who, and anything about 70s Doctor Who, um, Jelly Babies are synonymous mainly with the fourth Doctor. What's um, a Jelly Baby? But... Oh, you sweet, naive child. Like Sour Patch Kids? Um, kind of. <sighs> okay, that... keep talking. Kind of. I'll figure you, it out. You, you, I assume you've Googled it? Yeah, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. They're essentially children-shaped jellies okay. soft jellies 
Okay. Kind of like Sour Patch Kids, but not sour. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of synonymous with him, uh, because he'll constantly carry around the bag and offer it to people, even villains, just sort of ask if they want one. Um, but yeah, he actually, the second Doctor has some as well in this, which is oh. nice. Um, so, basically, the the thing that kind of prevents this episode from seeping into real mediocrity for me mm-hmm. um, is... The Doctor and Jamie? It's the Doctor and Jamie. And would you be surprised that a lot of their dialogue and the way they act in certain scenes was just completely improvised by them no. because they were like, no, we should do this instead. It'd be a lot better. No, um, like for instance, when, when, um, the, 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 uh, Jamie, what? Jamie holds the, Jamie holds the gun and they're like, what do we, what do we do with this? Should I, should I know what to do? You put a cork in it and then you <laughs> point it. Like that was completely him making it up uh-huh. as he went along. Like that was all him. Um, but yeah, the Jamie, Fraser Hines and Patrick Troughton have such a great chemistry as, uh, Jamie and the Doctor, um, and everyone knew it because, uh, basically, uh, Patrick Troughton, Fraser Hines wanted to leave last season with Victoria, but Patrick Troughton, like, basically kind of urged him to stay on, being like, hey, no, 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 come on, come on, stick with it, like, we can do this together, like, like, mm-hmm. we'll leave together when we do leave. Like, we can do this. Come on. We're having fun. Yeah. Um, and he ended up doing it. Uh, they ended up staying together. And I'm glad they did, because some of the the best episodes, I think, of the 60s era in, are in this season. Although, it also has some duds. Um, but yeah, it's... Without it, it would have been dry, dull, slow, until the final two episodes, which were basically rewritten by the script editor mm-hmm. because he had to edit down one episode into into in, incorporate it into the other episodes because it was now a five episode story mm-hmm. um, which is why at the end it gets a lot better <laughs> but yeah it's um it, when Wendy Padbury who plays uh, Zoe gets mm. joins in with them as well and as they go on, she starts to vibe with them too, and they all start to have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear that like they all know what they're doing. And as we go along, you'll you'll realize too why Zoe is one of my favorite companions. Gotcha. Um, because of the way she's allowed to be <laughs> essentially in the stories. Yes. But yeah. What happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, well, they're trapped inside. Stuff? Yes, they're trapped inside. And the capsule would just head to the capital, so there's no real escape. But let's try the door again, and it works, and there's a quirk at the door. And meanwhile, the doctor and Jamie are asking where Zoe is. Where is she? And But they know Wilsians wouldn't have harmed her, so where is she? And meanwhile, Pilot is so on, or is being examined, and look at his brain. These are smarter. Time to test him. Put him on the drilling site. And the Trust doctor him. and Jamie go, oh, no, and go back to the island. And this entire world of pacifism, and the leader goes, oh, this might be pacifism. true. Pacifism. Pacifism. <laughs> I'm tired. Sorry, dear's not, dear's not used to the concept. It's it, She's struggling with it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fight me? 
proving my point. Uh, no, emotionally destroy you. Um, ah, you, my parents got to me before you could. Ah, motherfucker, I could, could destroy you online. It's fine. They could. They they still keep talking in circles and being upset. And Zoe and the pilot want to escape, and Zoe wants to make them weaker and shit. If they only had a laser gun. And survey crew is sent out to the drilling site, and the almonds aren't to destroy them. And the doctor and so are talking about what's happened, and they send someone to check the island. They can come up with a plan, and they need to let them go to the island to check it out. But no one, if they let them go, the dominators are. What? What? <laughs> I love it when you trip on your own notes. But if they let them go, the dominators aren't mean. They couldn't be that mean if they let them go. Um, better to do nothing than to do the wrong thing. It was just like two lines that back to back confused me. So the crew calls back to the survey and they see that there's a robot there that fucked everything up. And the director goes, oh no. And the director and Jamie head back to the planet, even though there's a quirk waiting for them. And back at the museum, they're being told to do things and clear the area for drilling at the museum. Lol. And they Ah. escape where they can go where there's no... They're... (laughs) <laughs> they escape, where can they go? There's nowhere to go. Zoe, good. <laughs> you know why you said Zoe... Oh, no, 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 that was later. I have no idea why you said Zoe, good. <laughs> this is a fuck of a recording. Ah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the doctor in the ship is pulling apart all of its internal things so that he can take over the autopilot. But there's no controls, so that's weird. It's probably up in the nose. Let me just crawl in there. And then the almonds transmit back to the fleet leader. And the almonds, though, know Zoe is trying to rile everybody up. But then older survey man falls over and he's exhausted now. No, and, not older and, man. And I kind of just was like, why don't you just push a cork over? They can't exactly get up. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, they end up doing that. Yes. Um, And they also sort of kind of counteract me saying that in the first place just because Jamie tries to lift it up and he, like, can't. Like, he legitimately can't. I, I guess it's also because, like, A, the, the, the Dulcians uh, are really weak, and B, there are always two quarks. So, like, yes. you try and push one over, the other one will just shoot you. Yeah. Except for the times where they're by themselves, which is the time when they push one over. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's fine. Um, so the doctor found a box thing and he's gonna steer it with the wires and the director and etc. are talking over and saying we should trust the doctor, but also not really. Uh, he needs to bring up this next chairman to listen to what he says because he's good with natural disasters. And yeah. he thinks the facts are non-conclusive, but the options are if they're aggressive, we either fight, we submit, or we flee. And they're like, well, those all suck. And... <laughs> Jamie and the doctor have landed comfortably and of course get out of the ship looking around 
and they they see some people down at the museum because everybody's still at the museum moving around rocks and they're thinking about how to revolt and they talk about how there's a bomb I... shelter here somewhere that should help and they need to get down there and help everybody zoe is ready to do some shit start a rebellion so flight leader pretends to be weak and falls over so that he can go get the gun but the gun <laughs> i know why also... you said zoe good i just okay, remembered we'll why you said that. zoe good we'll get to that um, yep. The gun is short range, so I'm not really sure how this was supposed to go. Uh, Zoe falls over, pretends to give up, tells him to fire. Jamie comes up from behind the dude, shakes him and goes, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh no, you made me lose my shot. Uh, we need Everybody's heading back to the Dominators now. And the doctor is also headed that way, but is stopped by an almond. Almond questions where the fuck flight guy is, and Almond takes the quirks back to find him. And he's like, you go back to the ship with everybody else. And he goes into the museum after Coley, and Jamie takes the gun to fight back. And then the quirks destroy the door, and Jamie shoots through the window and kills a single quirk. And Almond is very upset, and he's like, just destroy, please. And he can't make another shot, so they just leave while the place gets destroyed. Done. What's the episode? That's the episode. So, so, so the reason... So what, what happens is, Zoe, you, you were like, Zoe good, because... They're all like, there's no point in us fighting back. Like, we, we're, we're too weak. And Zoe's like, fuck off. No. You gotta fight back. Like, like we can actually do this. We just need to organize and we can actually do this. I think like, she said something along the lines, if we don't fight back, we're nothing. There... Yeah, she was basically like, it's better to fight back and be free rather than uh, basically submitting leads to slavery. So, like, e either way, like submission for them isn't really a, a, a choice because the old man's like no we should we shouldn't fight back it's not our way and zoe's just like if you don't fight back you're just gonna become slaves be treated like shit and die mm -hmm. yeah i believe that was it yeah, was something that's, along that's that why line. you said zoe good anyway the quarks yes let's talk about them the quarks so dear how would you feel if i told you that the quarks i'm hoping the, they're children they're only there are only three operators mm -hmm. for the Quarks. They were all school children. Good. From a local uh, public uh, sort of uh, acting school. Mm -hmm. um, so I just... <laughs> the, the voice was all one woman who mm -hmm. basically tried to do a childlike voice yeah. uh, to, to sound like a schoolboy, which is why it sounds that way. Um the quarks were kind of meant to come back uh they were meant to but then of course the author thing went down and they decided not to uh because the authors didn't want to come back so the the monsters that the author created never came back because remember some authors were able to negotiate that they got to keep the rights to the monsters that they yeah. created um and characters too which is why certain characters that you'd think would show up multiple times only show up once um but, uh, the, the kids apparently enjoyed it. They enjoyed it all completely. Uh, and the, uh, the adults liked having the, the kids around because they were super energetic. Mm -hmm. So it was basically like having, like, hype men constantly around you as you were acting. Mm -hmm. Um, the director inadvertently caused hilarity by ending a convention anecdote with the words, and the best part was, we all got a schoolboy to take home with us. Yeah. Which, 
is yeah. not exactly the best way to phrase that, yeah. even though you yeah. know what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. But it's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. not the best thing to say, considering the BBC or... Like, British television already had a problem mm-hmm. with a notorious pedophile in uh, Jimmy Savile, so... Yes. Although that wasn't discovered until decades later, um, which was disgusting. Um, so, Doctor Who kind of boils down alien invasions to three archetypes. Uh, subversion through enemy brainwashing. Uh, bad guys finding a sneaky way past defences with something seemingly innocuous. Or a full-scale assault. Uh, the last one is, of course, the most expensive and difficult to pull off convincingly, so they tend to not go for it. Uh, otherwise, uh, nevertheless, uh, invading monsters are generally just Nazis in disguise in some form. Uh, just as sinister masterminds are generally communists, uh, even though the plots derive from, like, paranoia about communists, Victorian shockers about foreign hypnotists and anarchy cells... Um, also thing, basic things like aliens are a basic construct of xenophobia, um, and the fact that hatred of the Nazis during the 60s and 70s, uh, had more to do with the fact that they were German rather than any ideological distance, which is why, like, the punk rockers of the late 70s did war swastikas because, not because they agreed with Nazi policies, but because they were wearing it to rebel against their parents, because basically... Churchill was a master spinman of, Mm -hmm. um, uh, a master spin doctor. Basically, the entire country had boiled down the war to, uh, everything went perfectly. Everything was great. We're perfect. Mm -hmm. The German Nazis were terrible. And anyone saying otherwise, anyone saying that we did anything bad or that, that, uh, we were bad in any way is... not not real. They must be the enemy in some sort of way. Um, basically trying to cover up their culpability and what went on during the war and yeah. what led up to the war. Mm-hmm. Um, which every country did. Mm-hmm. Every country. Uh, basically a lot of writers like to build on this for Doctor Who. As you know and will see even further. Basically, this episode was kind of the wrong way to go about it and was in the opposite direction of the writers sort of buying into the whole, uh, well, we we have to fight back with as equal force of violence because, look, Mm. this is what happens if you're a pacifist. If you're a pacifist, you'll just get run over. Negotiations lead nowhere. We have to be at war. Like, if you're a pacifist, you'll just get killed. Mm. Um, Whereas, like, you know, a little bit more nuanced than that, but it, <laughs> it's kind of the same sort of argument with the the Thals and the Khalids back in the second episode, the Daleks, except it's kind of expanded out to a full episode, and it's written by someone who doesn't understand either side really that well. Yeah, very obviously. <laughs> yeah, which is why it's a wishy-washy episode that no one really likes that much. Uh, for instance... Uh, the, one of the books that I that I read for information, it has under the heading um, things that don't make sense, uh, which they have for every episode. Uh, the first line is just this story still exists in the archive. The evil of the Daleks does not. 
because the evil of the Daleks is a great episode, but it's mm-hmm. not in the archive. But this one is. <sighs> Yay. Mm. Every episode of this survived. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? They destroyed everything. Cool. End of episode. Doctor thinks everyone's dead. Everybody's dead. Cool. Yeah. He needs new, he needs some new companions now, so. I know the next companion. You don't. Oh. Is it Zoe? Well, Zoe's already a companion. Oh. Is it Jamie? Jamie's already a companion. Oh. Although, there are audio adventures and comics where Jamie has some adventures with the Sixth Doctor. Mm. That's yeah. fun. And also there's um a few audio adventures where Doctors swap companions with another one because of, like, time shenanigans going on. Mm. It's basically just an excuse to have, like, a third Doctor companion with the Tenth Doctor. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Um because I mean everyone loves episodes like that because it's such a great thing it's like show highlights how different doctors are and how the companions react to a different person because yeah. very few companions get to interact with multiple doctors yeah, yeah. Um, anyway keep going well the almonds are upset because one disagreed with the other about destroying so they send out everyone to clear out the rubble except for the doctor they and had a lover's, a lover's yes. tiff uh, one guy is being rude and violent. He's not a good dominator. And one doesn't think that the, everybody here is harmless. And the other one, the leader dude, does. So that's... Hmm. So he's now mm-hmm. threatening leader and shit at... It, it's... I don't, I don't care. I don't care. There was an argument. Um, a quirk is told to restrain aggressive one. And he submits before quirk leader goes back to the doctor. Um, Mm. Aggressive is sent after the survey crew and leader wants to ask the doctor questions. Aggressive takes Mm -hmm. the old survey guy away and the two young ones to clear the site. And Jamie and Flight Guy are in the bomb shelter, apparently. And more people know about it than you would expect. But there's a bit where he also looks up Jamie's kilt. Well, okay, it's not a bit. We made it a bit because we kept joking about it. No, they, he looked up Jamie's kilt for like a It second. does kind of look like he's looking up Jamie's kilt. Yes. Uh, it, but it's really stuffy in the shelter, so they might be suffocating. The doctor is que- being questioned as Zoe is taken hostage. The almond wants to go to the capital, and the doctor says, I know of a capsule, but it won't transport a quark unless we take out a chair. And he's like, okay. And the Doctor oh, okay. wants to investigate the Dominator ship so they can figure out what that they're looking for um, around the area. And down at the museum, they're ready to drill. And the old man has to move the drill. And commands are sent too aggressive about what's happening. And he leaves. While Leader sees the capsule and says, okay, we can repair this. So aggressive is in charge until Leader gets back. And Zoe tells the Doctor about the bomb shelter. Jamie and the pilot are trying to get out the door and climb out into the museum. And they see the quirks fucking with the dig site again, so Jamie wants to attack them. And Jamie is throwing rocks at the robots because he's, you know, Scottish. And Scottish. He, he fought Britain for a while. And it tries to shoot back and it misses. And Cully also throws a big old rock down the hill and smushes it. And Aggressive sees that another quark is destroyed, so they need to check it out. So the doctor decides to look around the ship, and Zoe's like, oh, this has. It has to be this. Yeah, it, it, this. Let's open it up. It, it's probably electromagnetic. It, probably not. And they take the cover off to look. And it's 
an atomic reactor, but without a reactor, it's reactive at least, and it sucked it all mm. up. It sucked up all the radiation and stored it. Aggressive comes up and says, who killed a quark? And then shoves the old man down and he screams, destroy! And the directors are still arguing and an almond walks in and he's like, do not define me, I only respect force! And then he fucking kills a guy. And I don't want your, your assistance, I only want you as a slave. Aggressive asks oh. others about who killed a quark and they start to try and defy him. So they torture the younger guy. And girl's like, okay, fine. It was probably this guy. He's still around. And she's like, okay. Um, while the doctor and Zoe are looking around, the ship's still sort of, it's weird that they're planning on drilling here instead of where the radioactive stuff was found. So that's weird. And why are they drilling in a square? Aggressive come back, comes back and goes, where's Jamie or I'll kill you. And then he kills the old survey man. And then they ask the doctor or they'll kill him. And then that was the episode. Did they kill him? No. I mean, we don't know. Oh. Oh, spoiler. Well, I mean, like, in this episode, like, I don't know. So, this episode is kind of special in that, and I'm going to get depressing for a second. Um, At a uh, convention in, uh, I believe it was Georgia, uh, Mm -hmm. in 1987, uh, Patrick Troughton was at a, a, a... a panel, and uh, they he requested that they show that episode for it because mm-hmm. uh, it was his birthday. Um, mm-hmm. They're like show an episode, um, even though during the panel, uh, someone basically asked him like, "What do you think of it?" I think it's pretty dull, and he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty dull. It's not my favorite." The next episode's actually his favorite, oh. um, but it's kind of special because unfortunately. Fortunately, that weekend, he had uh, the third heart attack in his life, and it was large enough that it actually killed him. Um, so, yeah, that's... Fuck human he... hearts, man. They're dumb. Well, to be fair, he um, he was a heavy smoker, then he quit wow. in the 60s, and then he turned to alcohol, and he was a heavy drinker. And he was told multiple times by his doctor that, like, hey, you need to live a healthier lifestyle like even just cut back and try and eat healthier do a little bit more exercise but he's like fuck you i live how i want to live um but he was he was always great um after doctor who he wasn't one of the actors who was like i don't want to be involved in doctor who anymore um he constantly would go to conventions and stuff even in america like i said um other countries he would go because he just loved talking to fans and everything um and it kind of continued in his family as well because his, uh, his, uh, both his kids, uh, David and I've forgotten the name of the other one, whoops, mm-hmm. uh, were both in episodes of Doctor Who and both are actually kind of involved in Doctor Who in certain ways. Oh. Um, so it's, it, it's kind of endearing the way that he's still involved with Doctor Who because mm-hmm. Doctor Who is one of these, it's one of those, pieces of media where it's like once you're in it you can essentially milk that until you're dead and even after you're dead um because like especially if you're a companion or even a doctor like you could just spend the rest of your life doing that like david tennant he regularly does audio dramas still just because he loves doing it he Mm -hmm. he he's one of the people who grew up with the show and absolutely loved the show as a fan and then he got to become the doctor himself so it's like any chance he can jump on to to do projects, he does. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, others, not so much. Uh, they try and distance themselves as far as possible because they want to either be seen as a real actor or they don't want to be typecast. Mm-hmm. Um, which is okay. E- eventually, like, either they come back or they, they come back in some degree and the fans still love them. Uh, the BBC was not that kind to Christopher Eccleston, but we'll talk about that when we get to him down the line. Um, and Matt Smith hasn't really been involved that much since he left because he went to America to become a big actor. And I think the last thing I saw him in was that Terminator movie. Yeah. Um, whoops. <laughs> Karen Gillan has been more of a Hollywood actor than he has. Yeah. Um, but it, he'll probably come back. Maybe he'll do some audio adventures and stuff. Who knows? Mm. Like I said, Doctor Who is one of those things where you can just keep going back as long as you want. Because it's one of those things where stories can constantly be written. Gaps yeah. can constantly be filled. You can do whatever you want with whoever you want. Because it's just so malleable and accessible. Anyway. Enough depression. What happens in the final episode, dude? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get rid of my depression. Take peel the shell, dear, and access oh. the pistachio inside. Ooh, almond. Well, almonds don't have shells. They have like. Guess I guess it's do. a shell. I, gu- I guess it's a shell. I would more call it like a, a a skin. No, it is a skin. It's not a shell. It's a skin. Wait, I'm thinking of pecans. Never mind. Uh, leader comes back and asks what the fuck Aggressive is doing, and why isn't the drilling started yet? And why is he killing more people? He's being dumb. Put rockets in the holes. Do it. Uh, we need to get the seed device out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a device almost yep. at critical mass, and, I, and that's the seed device. Um, I will plant the seed device. It's going I will to put it explode. In. I will put in the seed device it's that will explode, explode and spew hot liquid all over this planet. It's no, they're gonna put this the seed device that is almost at critical mass into the hole mm-hmm. where it will mm-hmm. explode. Mm-hmm. And cause a we'll hot we'll get to that steamy we'll get to that liquid. leader goes to check if they were given slaves or not, while aggressive goes to recall the quirks. Um Jamie and Pilot are trying to blow up more shit before the quirks leave, and they both head back to the shelter that is now unblocked. Pilot points out that there's a survivor kit, uh, a quirk with the doctor and crew come back, uh, but also aggressive and more quirks are there, and they need to get the crew down into the bunker. So <clears throat> they get back to operating the drill thing while the crew just hangs around. And they're apparently planning on putting something in the earth, but then he goes, oh no, and Jamie sneaks up behind the quark, wrapping up its feet and trip it over. And all all of them get into the bomb shelter just before Aggressive comes to check, and they don't know where he went. That's weird. And he's like, destroy! But Leader comes by and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And the quarks have almost no energy, and we need them to finish drilling to destroy the planet. And Pilot finds out that older guy is now dead, so that's fun. Um, if they destroy the planet, it will give them fuel. Because they don't have a reactor, just a radiation sucker. It's the radioactive particles that they want. Why would you have a nuclear reactor aboard your ship, dear? The Daleks had a nuclear reactor aboard their ship. 
Yeah, and look what happens to them regularly. They get defeated. I was going to say, they don't get blown up. But yes, they get defeated. Well, they do regularly. Alright. Wait till we get to the 70s. If they throw the atomic seed device into the hole, and the rockets will break the crust surface and shove it into the lava, because the crust is really thin here, it'll make a volcano. And then the thing will explode... And it'll be a big old radioactive fuel thing and the entire planet will be fucked. But if they dig a tunnel towards the drill hole and catch the seed, it won't fall in. So the doctor oh. takes uh, the medical kit and makes some bombs. And the doctor also takes his sonic screwdriver to make a sonic laser thing. And they start digging into the wall. And the Dominators continue to their drilling and they're ready to go. And the doctor makes tiny bombs, gives it to Jamie, and they go outside. Yep. And yep. Leader is upset that so many quirks are dying, and Aggressive hears more explosions, and he doesn't want to disobey orders, and he's like, Destru- Continue drilling, I guess. Because <coughs> <coughs> no, he comes- realizes that, like, he's like, if I stop now, the drilling will stop, and he's like, wait a minute, that's what they want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Leader comes to yell at Aggressive and wants to make sure that they have enough power to drill, and they do, because the robots hug. And Aww. the hole is taking a really long time. There needs to be more explosions. But they blew up a drilling cork. So that's cool. And Aww. Leader is like, I'm just going to go destroy them. And you can take care of this. And Jamie and the pilot seem to be surrounded. But they run up a mountain. And we had a whole argument about who was right about something. <laughs> and <laughs> Leader takes some pot shots at them while they go. Because the robots can't climb up a mountain, apparently. That was never stated earlier, but whatever. Um, and uh, Jamie and Pilot head back to the bunker because Coley is injured and the plan is going badly. And the Dominators are finished drilling and the Doctor still has a few feet to go. But then suddenly we hear, I got through! Woohoo! And that's that literally is the sound clip. And the leader is oh. ready to do their shit and the Doctor catches the device as it goes down. Yay! And th- it's entirely sealed, though. There's no way to get it open and stop of it. Stop, stop it. So <laughs> they need to get it off the planet without it harming anyone. So everybody was ready with the plan. And they are to go tell Capital that there's going to be a volcano here, probably. And the doctor plants the seed back on the sh- Dominator ship. And then, like, he, he runs away. Um... And the doctor rushes back to the TARDIS, and they hear the rockets going off at the perimeter holes, and then the bomb goes off, so those are dead, and there's no explosion. He's like, oh, it's fine. It's just a volcanic eruption happening. And Jamie's like, that's great. We're still on the planet. And he's like, oh, no! And they run off. And that was the episode. And that, yeah, and that's it, because he notices lava is coming, so he's like, oh, shit, son. Oh, we got we gotta go. Got to go. Mm. We got we, we got a go, doctor. Anyway, the Dominators. Hope it wasn't too hot and steamy for you, dear. Mm, it was a little rough. I was a little. I bit thought you like it rough. <laughs> you fucking walked right into I, that one. I I did. I did. I admit that. I did. <laughs> I, like, left a gap there being like, 
does Deer really want to walk into this? I was like, I guess, I guess they do. I guess they do. Damn it. How would you rate this one, Deer? Five. Five? Like, yeah, maybe the that's... last episode would be higher itself, but, like, this one just... Mm. Well, to be fair, the last episode we didn't actually watch. You mean the episode before that, the last episode that we actually watched. The last part of this episode. Oh, oh, you mean the last part of this episode. Yeah, the last part of this episode really picks up and starts to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both had the are... conversation of, like, I think we were only really engaged at the end, or were we engaged the entire time? I can't tell. Well, I kind of realized that, like, I think episode three is where I started really latching on to things mm-hmm. that were going on. Like, episode one and two, it was, like, really slow. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of moments in here that, like, are things to come. Show show things to come of, like, uh, Zoe being an equal to the Doctor with her intelligence and actually being useful. Um, Zoe not taking anyone's shit. Uh, Jamie and the Doctor goofing about together. Um, Jamie fighting back. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these sorts of little things that are going to come up a lot in this season. Uh, to um, come. Honestly, the fact that, like, the last two episodes were, like, a little bit quote-unquote rushed, well, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm here. It was faster, it was a little bit easier to watch. That's the thing. Like, it's like Doctor Who in the 60s was meant to be this slow uh, running thing because they wanted it to, like, last six episodes because they needed six episodes for it, so it's like, stretch mm-hmm. your story out to six episodes, but it's like, a lot of them would work a lot better in faster paces for episodes, which is basically the, the, the perfect episode amount that they get to. They're like, okay, six is uh, six will hold for like special occasions when we have like a really good idea that can last this long, uh, mm-hmm. but four is generally what they stick to uh, when they finally get to like acknowledging that that's what works, um, which is not for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I mean, to be fair, they then mix that up again, and then things change, but... Yeah, so what do you think of Zoe so far? I like her. She's... That's good. She actually had a conversation with the doctor where she was, like, figuring it out before him, and he was like, can you please let me figure it out? I I like doing this, please let me figure it out, and it's like, oh, okay. Yes. She absolutely surpasses the Bechdel test, completely. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Even though she doesn't really have many women to talk to, because again, Doctor Who. Um, but she does. Um, she They surprisingly just let her be a character. They don't try and force her into some... They don't try and force her to be Victoria too, Because, yeah. like, she's basically the polar opposite of Victoria, and yes. that's why I like her so much. Um, because Victoria is, like, meek constantly screaming to the point where they make her screaming a plot device because, like, mm-hmm. it was a joke amongst them. Um, constantly getting captured does nothing. Whereas, like, Zoe, a go-getter, constantly is arguing with people and never lets people boss her around and uh, she's never one to just sit around and wait. She'll constantly go off and investigate things on her own. Uh, mm-hmm. out of a sense of like, well, I don't want to sit around doing nothing, I want to be useful. Um, 
Yeah. She she is absolutely th- this trio of the second doctor, Jamie and Zoe is one of my favorite combinations uh, because of the way they all work and all the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. Um so this this season really is going to be a joy for me because it's it's one of my favorite. I I have like three or four favorite combos and this is like number 2 on there. So Mm. I'm hoping you enjoy most of this season. I we'll see. doubt you will, but <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Because there's an eight episode one and a ten episode one, and I know you don't like long ones. So, but the next episode is, I would argue, is one of, if not the best, sixties episode of Doctor Who entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's Patrick Troughton's favorite as well so when do i get my cool metallic suit that i drew myself in uh i mean you could make that if you want that's zoe's suit that she has when she's introduced in her episode which is the wheel in space which unfortunately we didn't get to watch right now because uh, they never haven't mind. reanimated it yet never mind but that's you what could, you that's what i meant it. like when do i get to see that outfit but never mind i guess i think she goes back into it i'm not oh. entirely i can't remember entirely um, but yeah, it's, uh, it is, it is a, a pretty, it's a pretty decent outfit for her, considering some of the outfits in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, let's, I'm, I'm cautiously excited for things to come. I'll just say that. Yeah. So, anyway, five out of ten, I'm happy with that. Next week, The Mind Robber. Ooh, what could that mean, dear? Hey, can Ooh. you give me the fuck? I forgot what it was called. The the thing for the mine robber. The synopsis. No, the puppet joke. Oh, this <laughs> the production code. Yeah. Okay, real quick, just before we say goodbye, I Doctor Who DVDs. Some of them have Easter eggs on them, and the one on this one was like a puppet theater. Like, of sock like puppets, it was like a sock puppet theater of um, uh, like basically nothing but jokes about production codes of like, give me the code for this one, K. No, okay, give me it. It's K. Uh, no, give it to me, K. Well, then give me this one. I, I want, I want this one. I want these two. Then uh, you are like, basically are you? dumb. I'm I, asking yeah, for this you? code. Are you? Yeah, are mm. you? Yeah, because that's then... the way Doctor Who production codes were they were letters yeah, and, and they then, were numbers and letters and then the final like, one which which was what was the production code for the face of evil and he's like are you sure you want this one he's like yeah i want to know like are you sure he's like yeah i want to know 4q yeah <laughs> and he's just like fine yeah scottish falsetto sock puppet theater is what mm. it was called yes it and was... the the skit was catalog doctor who mm-hmm. um it's great uh but yeah, it's the little Easter eggs like that are fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> Dear would probably disagree. Anyway, next episode, <laughs> Mind Robber. Any closing thoughts, Dear? Nope. Bye. Bye.